in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Top 10 Show. I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost, and we're here to bring you another Top 10 Show this week. The, this time for, was the movie Sesame Street, the new Bo Burnham and uh, yeah. Chance, Chance the Rapper. Although, technically, when you're hearing this, it came out last weekend. But uh, That's right, that's right. We are doing uh, movies with a puppet in it this week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. How you been? I've been good, been good, been busy, been crazy, you know, hitting the ground running already in 2022. So just a lot of stuff going on, trying to catch up all the time. Um, messing, it's messing with my sleep. So I got to start being a little, I got to figure it out how to start meditating again, how to start relaxing again. Cause it's like all this pressure, man. That's how I feel. What about you? Um, I'm good. Yeah. No complaints. You know, okay. a week of, uh, nothing. Oh, my sickness was COVID. It was COVID. Yes. Son COVID. of a bitch. You got it. it. COVID. Oh, yeah. God, I'm sorry. Breakthrough case, apparently. Well, wow. I mean, I haven't, I didn't have the booster yet, but, uh, I don't know if I need it now. I guess probably maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Um, what do you think you got it? Playing basketball or no? Uh, I'm okay. I'm fairly certain where I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't find out an individual, their office had an outbreak. Oh, shit. he wasn't feeling well for a couple of days and then hung out with us and didn't say anything until the next day when he was in bed. I'm guessing it's a, I don't know for a fact. Uh, cause we were around, uh, someone else the day after, mm-hmm. uh, that hadn't been feeling well, but they had been tested right, and came right. back negative. Um, but yeah, did you, so did you both get it? Uh, her results came back inconclusive. Mine came back. As cool. Oh, wow. Wow. What does inconclusive so, mean? Does he got to test again? It means you got to get tested again, but she wow. just, uh, quarantined for X number of days and then was feeling right. fine. So she went back into it. But yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Technically have had, uh, COVID now. So <laughs> it eventually will get you even no matter how no. hard you try and how many masks you wear. No, no. Uh, I'm on, I'm on two and a half years. Not catching this thing, man. Uh, I am like dodging. When we yeah. went to DC, like I said, when we went to DC, it felt to me like World War Z. I felt like I was flying into the zombie land to catch this thing. Cause you know, a lot of people down there, a lot of people don't be believing in COVID or masks or anything. So I was worried. But when I got there, I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see a lot of people wearing masks. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, and, uh, but yeah, I was concerned about it. <laughs> so I'm trying. To avoid it. Luckily, we both work from home. We rarely go out except to grab some food. Um, and so hoping that we don't get it. But, um, her sister's brother thought he might have had it or sister, her sister's boyfriend thought he might have had it. And I was like, he ain't coming to the house for two weeks. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't want anything to do with this thing, man. You know, so I mean, it wasn't but, bad. I was mainly just tired and my yeah. voice was shot, but that was, it wasn't like it was flu like symptoms, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause the flu is the worst. 
And, but it's almost uh, like when you, when you get the second shot, right? You get that real tired feeling. Was it like that? No, nah, the second shot kicked my ass for like 36 hours. I got oh. nauseous. I, I was by the toilet for a couple hours. Oh, wow. Throwing shit. up. Yeah, I was uh, the okay. second shot did a number on me. Um, wow. So wow. that's fine. After 36 hours, then I was fine. The first one, my arm was destroyed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I had that for a day or two. Yeah, but, um, you know, all things considered, I hey, look, if giving me the shots got the end result of once I finally got it, yeah. I was just really tired for a yeah. few days. So be it. And my voice was shot. Who cares? Yeah, right. Exactly. You it's live. Totally worth That's it. Important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what else is going on, man? You go see anything? Do you go catch anything? Are we just pretty much staying at home while you recover um, from this? I have not really gone to do, because okay. I mean, I didn't want to be out in public mixing right, around right, right. there, thereby right. making the problem worse. <laughs> Uh, I did have to go out a couple times, but it was just like randomly need to go here and, right. you know, wear my mask like I always wear my mask and all that jazz. Um, right. Upgrade it to the N95 because I just have a cloth mask I wear otherwise. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, no, I just mostly sat at home. I mean, uh, that's know, good. Watching shit around, uh, you know, catching up on Book of Boba, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, How's that going for you? You liking it? Uh, I was until this week's. Yeah, this week's was a little rough for me. It was terrible. It was yeah. rough. It was terrible. Those bikes, man. I'm like the what? worst, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I I tweeted about it yesterday. I posted a tweet. I said, "This is there's not an ounce of good or logical Star Wars in this." Nope. And then Bibiani weighed in with like paragraphs and paragraphs of tweets, and then Adam Hlavak weighed in from the Heroes Reports, and their paragraphs have been. I'm like. What, how do you guys have time to be sending paragraphs? And how can you defend this? Like, it's no. mind blowing to me. They're like, oh, no. well, in the prequels and there's been a hot rod culture and it's an homage to George Lucas. And I'm like, yeah, I get the reasons why it's in there. Sure. It's just terrible. It's well, terrible. Okay. But first off, they look like Joan Jett and yes. the bad kids from Back to the Future too. Yeah. 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 And it's like, well, this feels really misplaced. Right. But. If they're, uh, we're assuming they grew up on Mos Espa, correct? You know what yeah, I mean? That's, that's supposed to be the idea. It's, yeah. Why, why in a desert, sandy, dirty environment are their Vespas spotless? I know. That's what I say. Spotless. And also we don't have money for water, but we have money for all these stupid yes. upgrades and fucking polish for the chrome on our Vespas and maybe, maybe don't buy the pomade and buy some fucking water. This is literally what I tweeted. Yeah. Literally like, what I tweeted. What and, is going on? Oh my God. And I got all these, all these Star Wars fans started weighing and now supporting Bibs and they were like saying, well, you don't know how they spend their money and you don't know if they've been saving their well, money. There's, there's a hot rod culture. I'm like, Oh, come on. I have no sympathy if you live in a fucking desert and you decide yeah. to spend your money on not water okay right. water exactly. is the number one primary goal in a fucking desert and climate exactly it's like wait what is going on and then the yeah. the droid explaining the political climate <laughs> shouldn't this happen when you first met boba i feel like yeah three episodes in we should have gotten that layout already Shh, yeah when he ascends to the throne it should yeah. have been like well here's the political outlay of the region and the factions that you're going to have to deal with as opposed to, oh, you almost got killed? Oh, wow, well, I should probably explain to you. 
It's the situation. Yeah. I love how you said ascends to the throne. He shot the dude who was sitting there. I don't know if I call yeah, that an well, ascension. Yeah. He had to get up on top of the throne, didn't he? I guess so. He had to climb up some it's, steps. It's, it's a tall throne. <laughs> but there are other aspects. Uh, I love the rancor. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was great. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, great. great. Steven Root, yeah. I'm all for it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. All for um, it. Yeah, there's yeah. been a few moments like that. The parkour in the first episode is like, this is bad. Yeah. But count yourself lucky you stay off Twitter because this has been the battle. Like, all these people are just so upset. And the people in my sphere who are the first ones to say, it's just a movie. It's just a TV show. When people are upset about something else, they're the ones weighing in with like paragraphs and paragraphs. Like at some point last night, I was like, I can't respond to all this, man. I'm trying to edit and record these shows and prep for these shows. I got no time to respond to this nonsense. But clearly these guys were super angry about uh, something. And I think they were angry at other people. And because my tweet was pretty innocuous. I'm just saying, I just said there's not a good or logical ounce of Star Wars here. That's all. And they just went like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's like, wow, dude. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. It's just, I, yeah, right. I don't, I don't understand. Like Ellis put out a tweet yesterday. They're going to do the uh, solo on the Rotten Tomatoes show. And it's like, too oh, yeah. high, too low. What are your thoughts? And everybody in the comments was like, it's either perfectly rated or it's too low. And I was yeah. like, did you see the same movie I did? Because <laughs> it's at 70%. And I was like, I, I was yeah. going to tweet way too high. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I, it's, it, there's no point. There's I, I think, literally no point. I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this, but I think there's an obsession here with people to explain away everything to cater to fandoms. And I just, I don't understand that. Then at that point, you're not a critic. If you can explain away everything, then you're no longer a critic because then everything is, is, uh, um, yeah. viable. And if everything's viable, then you can never have a negative word to say about yeah. any film or your TV opinion show, is meaningless. Which if everything makes is no, good. Yeah. It makes no sense if everything is good. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't uh, care if you, if like I loved it. That's great, man. I'm great. glad. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. I'm right. not telling you you're wrong. I'm telling right. you I did not. And here are right. the reasons why. Right, exactly. When was it an issue to express your opinion, and why do people have to weigh in? Like, it's my Twitter. Twitter. I'm just saying I didn't like this. Thought it was dumb. I didn't say fuck Star Wars, fuck Boba Fett, yeah, fuck, fuck you it. for liking it. Yeah, fuck you for liking it, or 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 fuck uh, John Favreau or Robert Rodriguez. I was like, I didn't like this. And you know what? This is Robert Rodriguez trying to weave in Alita: Battle Angel, trying to weave in a little Spy Kids, and yeah. I don't like it in in this. What, how they're approaching Boba Fett. I don't like it, but too many people want to, want to explain it away, man. And I think it's a, it's even maybe even a generational thing because it's like the younger people seem to have no problem with it. The older people are the ones that have a problem with it. Maybe because it's an old school character and the way they've set everything up is pretty fucking brutal. Uh, I mean, you've got assassins, you've got, um, uh, all the stuff with the, with the, with the, the, um, Tuscan Raiders in the past and there's deaths Mm -hmm. galore. So all of a sudden you're going to have Josie and the Pussycats on a fucking on speed yeah. bikes. Like, it, forget it, man. And I'm fine with the uh, there's a biker culture there. Of course. Just make it look like if they've lived on this planet for more right. than 2 weeks. Do you it's think like, those bikers we saw in the first episode Matt would be okay yeah. with Power Rangers over I here? was I had zero problem with those bikers yeah, cuz they the look bikers. like they fit the world that they existed in. Mhm. As opposed to these idiots. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I just. They would mow know. them down. They would yes, mow those idiots. Everybody down. would. 
exactly. when they stood up to the Wookiee, just like no fucking chance. No <laughs> yeah, chance. You're please. all getting just roadhoused left and right. <laughs> I really hope they bring that character back. That's a lot of fun. Oh, Black Chrysanthemum? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. He's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. He was in the, you know, he was originally in the comics back in 2015. So nice to see him kind of showing up here in Boba Fett and having some fun with it. Cause eventually, you know, he's going to, in some way, you know, they don't want to spoil too much, but in some way he's going to probably find his way back. I'd assume so with him to fight with him. Boba yeah. because yeah. he's the only one that's shown him respect. Exactly. Type of thing. That's and easily mercy. what they're yeah. setting up. Yeah. 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 The only inference you can really draw in that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it looks like we're going to lose the huts for a while, which is fine. You know, maybe less is more on that one. I'm okay with that decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Fennec? I mean, I got a weird feeling about Fennec. See what you think. I, it struck me this time around, like, why wasn't she there to protect him when Chrysanthemum came through? Because she's fully dressed when we see her again, right? She's like fully dressed. He takes care of the, of the, the, the Scooby-Doo gang. Then he tackles the Gamorrean guards and then she shows up. And it almost seems like she allowed this to happen, um, maybe in an effort to prove to Boba, like, dude, you're being way too lax in running shit here. You need to be a little more cutthroat. Um, I just wonder about that, you know. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um I yeah, I didn't I wasn't uh try, trying to read too much into that, but it makes mm. sense. That's a pretty good argument because she is butting heads with them about how the whole time the Dymo or however whatever it's however it's yeah, pronounced. Dymo, yeah. Damio, uh, is supposed to lead in this region. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so maybe they exchanged maybe. a look once the ran, once the chrysanthemum went into the rancor pit, they exchanged a look and that look could go 25 different ways. So yeah. that's just one of the ways that I took it to mean. And I wonder if it's going to play itself out that way as this goes along, but. Yeah, we should, I've enjoyed it up, but yeah, that last episode felt like a, one of those filler slash bridge episodes. And it just was like, uh, I hope down the road we look back on that episode as something that gave us uh, some interesting things to play out with the mayor and, and the, yeah, the mayor you know. and the now he's going to ride a rancor at some point, which is yeah. probably going to be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, I like that it's moved away from the episodic nature of Mandalorian, especially early Mandalorian. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Because that to me was like, okay, let's, yeah, let's a continuing through line would be more entertaining for me personally, but that's just me. Yeah. No, I don't Um, disagree with you. So I do like that there's a through line to this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine if they have, you know, stumbles along the way. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so far it's like, eh, this season's or this show's okay. It's not really popping off uh, the page to me, but. Uh, you know, who cares? Disney has my money, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. I'm looking forward to seeing, to you seeing Peacemaker, man. I think you're going to fucking love it. That comes out tomorrow, tonight. No, dropped last night. The first, ah. first three episodes are out on HBO Max. And I'm telling okay. you, Nost, as a kid of the eight, you're going to fucking love it. I'm just put it out there. I think you're going to fucking love the sensibility of it. It's very much an R-rated show. Okay. Uh, and Cena is great. Just great in the film. Hey, he's uh, he's got good comedic timing. Yeah, yeah. There's well, some drama with blockers. There's um, some drama with him. So yeah. All right. Well, you know, it's maybe been, he's looking up. There's not a lot of television on right now that I'm watching. So I know we were fumbling around last night. We finally uh, settled on what we do in the shadows because I hadn't watched the third season. So we just mm-hmm. started watching that last night. But yeah, same point. And oh, and we're halfway through Mayor of Kingstown. 
which I think is fucking good on Paramount Plus. She doesn't like it. We've watched, I've watched eight of them. She stopped yeah. at seven. I watched eight. I even watched the last two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like um, it? Are you liking it? Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, it's, it's, I, that first episode, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently it builds to a nice ending. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I'm going to go back for is, you know, I'm invested to some degree and it's an yeah. interesting topic, a unique subject. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm wondering, um, cause I'm not finished with it either. She's done. Like she stopped at episode five. She said it was too violent for her. Mm. And so, but I'm going to keep going. So I want to finish it. Um, but like, I just want, I hope, cause you're right. The promise of the first episode, we haven't quite grasped that promise yeah. so far. Um, but I do like him and the, and Bunny, the, uh, the head of the, uh, drug dealer that the drug dealer is sitting out on the porch the whole, or sitting Oh yeah, no, he's great. Out. I love he's their crap. chemistry together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good um, stuff. Those guys. Renner's yeah, a some, fucking great actor, man. Some of the, well, let's not go too far. <laughs> some of the, uh, other people. He's good. Like, when, when was the last time you saw him? Poor guy. He's fucking good enough. Well, you're get the fuck about? out of here. Come on. Get oh the, you'd God. have to go back to Dahmer since oh, he's Jesus. really had something meaty. Ooh, good point. When was the last time he did something meaty? No, it's been a long time. Damn, I haven't even thought about Cause that. Because Dahmer led to what? SWAT? Oh, God. Was he in and SWAT? Then, yes. Yeah, he was in SWAT. Because before that, I only knew him from that National Lampoons. He was in that Duracell or Energizer commercial. Oh, Wind River. He's fucking good oh, in Wind, Wind River. Oh, Wind River. Okay, he is good in Wind River. Yeah. The town? He's good in the town. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Town's 2010, though, man. Shit. What, Wind River 14? Yeah, Wind River 15? is 2017, actually. 17. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, not Tag. Not Arctic Dogs. No. <laughs> I don't know what the house is. Oh, Arrival? Yeah, but it wasn't that big of a part of Arrival. No, it was a small part. Uh, yeah. Is the house the one with Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler? Oh, is he in that? Oh, shit, it is I never that saw one. that. Oh, fuck, I didn't know he was in that. Yikes. Okay. Um, and Kill the Messenger, which I actually saw just randomly flipping channels one day. I really liked it. Uh, based on a true story, he's playing this guy who was a journalist who was investigating the CIA role in the 1980s and the crack cocaine being a part of mm-hmm. LA and shit. And with Contras, it's actually really fuck. He's fucking good in it. The film itself is good, but it's not great, but he's fucking good in it. Yeah. Well, all right. Fine. You're not a Jeremy Renner fan. I get it. I get it. Well, you pointed out he's actually done quite a few movies. Mm-hmm. Well, Quite a few, but three in there that are solid. Arrivals part's kind of small. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. But it's been since 2010 and 2017 for Wind River, so. It's true. All right, Matt, we have two minutes. Let's do some predictions real quick. What do you got for the NFL? What do you got here? Uh, let me, I'm going to run through the skate. I'm going to run through the games. Raiders, Bengals, who you got? Oh, by the way, enjoy your $5. Yeah. You didn't have to pay me. Yeah. I thought I was going to get it too. First half ends and I'm like, this is, but ultimately the better team won. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was like, fuck. I don't want to owe him five bucks. <laughs> Raiders, Bengals. Who you got? I think either team could win that, but I take the Bengals. Okay. Patriots, Bills, third meeting. 
third meeting. It's in Buffalo, uh, and that Max nice. Jones has said that he doesn't like to play in the cold, so it's probably going to be freezing cold in Buffalo, so I'll take oh, Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eagles, Buccaneers. The Bucs are so decimated right now. Yeah. This could be the surprise of the first round. I think the Eagles destroy them. I think so. I, I think the yeah, run not, game is going to tear them apart. I'm not sure what Eagles team we get. There's a chance mm-hmm. because the Bucks defense is not good. Yeah. Or at least not as good as they, you assume they would be coming into the season. And then right. now their wide receiver core is, I mean, Godwin's gone. AB yeah. is obviously gone. Yeah. I'm sure Evans is going to be back this week, but at what percentage yeah. of health? Who knows? And then Gronkowski's beat up like he's always beat up. Yeah. He's always one hit away from being out for the season. Yeah. yeah. So that team is, and they don't have much of a running game if they don't have a pass attack. True. Um, so. Uh, 49ers Cowboys. Ah, that's, this is another one where I don't, I don't have the slightest clue who's going to win. Cowboys could show up and blow the doors off the, the yes. joint. Yes. Um, but the Niners are frisky. I would take the Cowboys, but the Niners are really frisky. I don't trust the Cowboys, man. I, really I don't, don't either. Yeah. The 49ers came storming back against the Rams, man. So I just, I feel like that's the better choice right now in terms of momentum. Just like with the Raiders Bengals, I'm going to take Raiders over the Bengals just that for momentum's sake. Um, Steelers Chiefs. Is there any way this is not a Chiefs blowout? Like 45 no. to 10. No. Have you seen Ben throw? I text McCoug after that, uh, two weeks ago and I was like, you sure you don't want another year of this? <laughs> Watching him throw four yards and four yards and then underthrow a guy and then overthrow a guy and then four yards. Yeah. Oh, that's, but at the same time, you got a couple of chips. Yeah. So Simmons said it best. He goes, I, th- I feel like Ben was praying for the tie between the Raiders and the Chargers because mm. he did not want to get in. To the playoffs. He wanted to go out on a high with that victory against the Browns on his last game in Pittsburgh. Go out on that high. But no, he's got to go and get destroyed by the Chiefs in Kansas City. Um, uh, and the last one, Cardinals Rams. What, uh, this is going to be a fucking barnstormer. Yeah. Should be a good game. Yeah. It's like nobody's believed in Arizona all season. Yeah. And. The Rams are what, 12 and five, but it's the five. weirdest 12 and five. Yeah. It's a 12 and five that I don't believe in. So yeah. it's like two teams. I have no idea which version you're going to get of any of this. If I had to choose, I guess I would go. I guess I'd go with the Rams. Yeah. But I'm not, okay. it's like a. 50.5 to 49.5 type of situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Both the teams have been stumbling to the end. Yes, the Rams yeah. had won, you know, like a bunch of games before they lost to, um, to the, uh, 49ers, but still they hadn't looked convincing in, in a lot of, in those any victories. capacity. Yeah. yeah. And Stafford's starting to throw that, those interceptions, <laughs> man. He's starting to get that itchy trigger finger of his mm-hmm. and, um, uh, what's his face? Ky- Kyler Murray has not looked the same since he came back. From that yeah. injury, man. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna go with Rams as well. I think the Rams have a shot because it's at home. Um um because that defense too. I think that defense is strong. It um, can be for sure. We shall see. Anyway, all right. So we're here to talk about the top ten movies with a puppet in it. Uh does not mean it's all puppets, just nope. means a puppet is in the movie in some shape, form, or capacity. 
Uh, we're going to do that and count it down today. Matt, how does the show work? Uh, once we set a topic, we go our individual ways and create personal top 10 list. Show back up here. I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed our personal top 10 list, we create the shows between the two of us. All right. Uh, let's do this. What do you All got right. At 10? at 10, I have the happy time murders. <laughs> what? You I think that, that there's, I think that there's a good movie in there somewhere. And I liked it better than the critical consensus. Ooh. I don't think it's a good movie. I no. don't think it's a terrible movie that everybody okay. else did. Okay. And walking out of it, I actually felt hopeful, even though I know that this, this idea is now dead in the water. Yeah. But I, I still believe that there is an actually excellent movie in there somewhere. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I thought McCarthy was uh, fantastic. And the world building that they did, uh, was pretty great. Yeah. Um, some of the jokes were too stupid for me. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Too on the nose. Well, it's like the whole silly string where he's just spraying everywhere. It's like this went on for way too long. <laughs> it really did. Just for way too long. <laughs> I think it was funnier when she was, the pup was getting pushed against the glass and oh, the yeah. people are in the waiting room and watching that. that uh, was funny. yeah. And then. I think it's uh, uh, Maya Rudolph like pulls out some cleaning supply because she's the secretary, and you see a little <laughs> bit of the silly string. And I think it'd have been good right there. Like she's just so used to this, yeah, that that would be the cleaning, as opposed to this ridiculous over the top. But that's once again, I mean, it's one tiny little yeah. aspect of. But I genuinely think there's a good movie in there, and it's got so many different puppets. It's completely mm -hmm. unique as to every other potential that could have made my list. I was like, why not throw it on there? We don't ever <laughs> talk about it. It's true. Uh, it's true. Unless we did a Melissa McCarthy show. Yeah. Except I don't think it. I can get to 10 for her. Um, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, a Happy Time Murders. If you've never seen it, it's not bad. I mm -hmm. will say that it's not bad. There are okay. other movies that are better movies that good, good uh, that I put on the list, but I also tried to limit to one per franchise. Thinking yeah. of one in particular about that, okay. technically two. Okay. Um. So just why not change it up, mix it up, throw something else in there? Sounds good. All right. What's your number nine? My number nine is The Beaver with Mel Gibson. Oh, it's such. Oh, yeah. I was so close to putting that on. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, it was it was a tough cut at the end. Um, so it's a movie about a guy that has kind of a mental breakdown. Yep. And to kind of regain his confidence and be able to face the world again, he finds this beaver puppet and he starts like it's a hand puppet. Yeah. And he starts walking around. It's Mel Gibson, Jodie yep. Foster directed. Uh, was it uh, Anton Yelchin? Yeah, is his so. son? Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, I can't who, remember who else is in it. Who's the girl? Who's the daughter? I forget who the daughter is. Oh, it's Je Jennifer Lawrence. It's Jennifer Lawrence, really? Yeah, it's Jennifer oh. Lawrence, but I can't remember who plays his home. wife. It's not Jody who plays his wife. I thought Jody, Jody? plays his wife. Does yeah, Jody it's Jody. Wife? Yeah, okay. Jody plays his wife. I just think of her as the director of it. I guess. Wow. Yeah, it's Jennifer Lawrence. Damn, 2011. This must have been right when she was kind of starting out, huh? I'd assume it's like just post Bill Ingvall show. Interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, he starts walking around, he, you know, interacting with the world through this puppet because he just doesn't have the mental capacity yeah. to face 
where his life is and you know the his family is in somewhat disarray and he's on the verge of getting a yeah. divorce and the family itself collapsing and he runs a business and the business isn't going well and this is his coping mechanism to yeah. deal with his world crumbling around him and it's just a really interesting uh story and plot device yeah yeah i agree um, with you completely so i it, it's like, wh- why not? I think it's only come up like a couple times ever. Um, yeah. So there's a puppet in it. It's a hand puppet, but it's a puppet it is. nonetheless. So, and it's, it's a really good performance by Gibson. And you know, it's right after, and, and listen to anybody who's listened to us who obviously has an issue with things that he said. Totally respect that. Totally respect that. This, this, and this film came out. Him and Jodie Foster are really good friends. Mm-hmm. She, in a way, wanted to kind of, you know, offer some shelter for him. And, uh, he took the part and I think he's fantastic in the movie. He's tender. He is touching. It's really, you can, you can feel that. I mean, he's always been a fucking good actor, man. And so you sense that as you watch the movie and it really works on you. But then again, if you don't like what he said, you're really offended by it. You know, no fault that you don't want to see the movie, yeah. but it's a damn good movie. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's your eight? Uh, my number eight is being John Mal- Malkovich. All right, it's a sl- okay. It's my seven, but should we wait on it then? Sure. Talk about okay. We can wait. All right, I got a weird. My list is weird, but it's my list. So uh, some of you might get upset about it. This is my list. Uh, top ten, number ten for me is Child's Play. Go for it. All right, I, it's not a film I go back to and watch a lot, and I know it's iconic with Chucky and all of that, and it spawned you know. 500 sequels and everything. And I totally respect that. Please. I know there are people listening to us who love this film and are going crazy, but I put it at number 10. But that's how I feel about it. It's not one I go back to and watch all the time. It's not the greatest of horror films. It's a fun horror film, but it's not the greatest of horror films. And so when I watch it, I certainly do enjoy it, but I don't go mm-hmm. crazy for it. And the Chucky, the doll is iconic. And if the film was as good, as iconic and as, as iconic and as interesting as the doll is, then I think I'd feel differently and would have moved it up higher up in my list. But I don't think the film is that great, even though the character of Chucky is very, very memorable. Sure. I think it's a testament because we're doing puppet movies. Yeah, yeah. That's how good the puppet is. Yes. But I don't fault you for like I, – I flirted with it. I just don't like the movie. Yeah. But yeah. I don't really go in for horror. I watched it as a kid and was scared, yeah. you know, shitless. Right. Um, But the doll is just so incredible. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it deserves to have at least consideration to make this list. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So then my number nine is uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. I like Muppet Treasure Island. I know, I know Christmas Carol is the one that a lot of people go back to or, or take Manhattan or whatever. But like for me, I like Treasure Island. I, I like the story. I've always been a fan of the Robert Louis Stevenson story since I was a kid. Uh, and so seeing it through the Muppets point of view was a lot of fun. Um, and seeing all the different ways that they played with the story, uh, and, uh, and, uh, kind of giving you a whole new perspective or a whole new look at it, adding some humor to it that wasn't there before. I thought it all really worked. Um, did you, uh, do you like this one? This it one? was of all the, so this was part of the, I'm going to limit one. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I from see. this series. Gotcha. 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 The other one in contention was Treasure Island. Yeah. I mean, I was Curry? thinking. Uh, yeah, I was thinking maybe Christmas Carol. So it was kind mm. of between the two, but yeah. I, 
I will probably see Christmas Carol more just because it's a Christmas movie. Right. Right. There's a greater chance it's going to come up. Uh, but if I had my druthers between the two, I think I would choose to watch, uh, Treasure Island. Yeah. There's a real fun to it, right? There's a lot of fun to the movie. And, uh, you know, seeing them in that garb, seeing them in the, in the kind of pirate garb or, 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 uh, you know, ship garb and all that they're going through, it just all really works, you know? And so I just, I just enjoy the hell out of this one. Plus it's, you know, it's tough to find a good pirate movie. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. There's not a lot of them out there. And then after, uh, you know, Gina Davis (laughs) killed the genre. Oh, with Cutthroat Island? Uh huh. Um, well, don't just blame her. Blame, uh, yeah, I know. It was the first thing. She's, face? she's the, the top of the line. The director. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, actor on it. It's her career hasn't, you know, she's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, she almost made the Olympics for Christ's sakes. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. Renny Harlan. That's the director. I was losing it in my head. Yeah. 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 I, I wouldn't have been able to pull that for that. It's what Matt Modine. Yeah. Matt Modine. Uh, couldn't tell you. I can't remember who else was in it. No, no. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I actually um, asked him about it. I got a chance to interview him for some small film one time, and I asked him about it. And he's like, you know, we didn't know it was bad when we were making it. We really were having a great time. And I'm like, yeah, you just I, never know. I was I showed up to do Top Ten after you interviewed him. Oh, that's right. It was a collider, and I was just walking past, and you two were talking. Yeah. And I stopped for like a half a second and just we made eye contact. <laughs> And, there, uh, I didn't want to say anything. I was about, I was getting ready to move on and you were nice enough to go, Oh, this is my friend Matt. And he was like, yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. And then I just <laughs> moved on, uh, for a half beat there. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I know, uh, somebody who's kind of friends with him. Oh, okay. Not like really, really friends, but they're, you know, w- whatever. Right. Uh, and says nice as can be great dude. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. Really cool. Really cool guy, you know, and really open to talk about everything. It was such a blast. Who um, are the other uh, uh, actors in Treasure Island? Well, um, Billy Connolly is in there. Billy Connolly, that's right. Tim Curry, it's obviously it's oh, hard yeah. to forget. Of course. But Billy Connolly. Yeah. Jennifer Saunders is in there as well. Um, a really young Jennifer Saunders in that movie. But that's pretty much it in terms of known people that you see in the movie. So Yeah, unlike now it gets made and there's – yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. Names in it, which yeah. is fine. You know, they need to sell a product. Yeah. I don't know the kid. The kid's name is, um, Kevin Bishop, who plays Jim, young Jim. No clue. But I don't know who that is. Right. Yeah. Still working. So shout out to you, man. Still working. Yeah. Congratulations. Anything we've seen? Uh, doesn't look like it to me. Huh. Maybe it's amazing how many kid. of those. Like you stumbled upon and like, oh yeah, that guy. And then you click on it and you're like, man, you've worked nonstop and I've never heard of yeah, any of these. <laughs> no, he's a British actor. So he, he's worked a lot in British stuff. So I bet, uh, Catherine knows if you showed a picture, maybe she might know something that he did. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Although, you know, you and I have both in the background seen a bunch of those shows. And if you can't recognize <sighs> That's them. That's true. That's a very good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah. Cause I don't see anything that I would have seen him in. Because I didn't watch Casualty, I don't watch Peep Show, which uh, she likes. My my the lady Ella likes. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen any of this stuff. So maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, all right. So then that's my number nine. Then my number eight is Dark the Dark Crystal. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, 
I I like for the, I like this for the design. Right. Okay. I, I I don't have the affinity for Dark Crystal that other people have. I even tried to watch that Netflix series, which a lot of people loved. Mm-hmm. But it's just there's something about the world that is weird. But the Skeksis, they're just so memorable, and you just uh, are just blown away by the horror and the terror that the look of those puppets can create in the movie. And so to me, that helps the movie become enjoyable. Sure. Um, and I really enjoy uh, just kind of uh, going along for the ride and seeing how evil they can be. Because that's a, that's a side that you didn't see too much in the Muppets. Um, no. So to see that kind of have that, see something like that, have that gear at the young age that I saw that. Because I remember my, I'm forcing my dad to take me to go see this thing. We went, we drove downtown. It wasn't showing anywhere where we lived there in, uh, in, uh, the Northern Virginia, farther out of DC. So we had to go a little bit downtown and see it like in Arlington somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being blown away by the opening with that. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. That was really cool. But then the film itself didn't a hundred percent feel as magical as it does for some other people. But the look of the puppets helped it become great for me. So that's why I made the list. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's entirely for. The villains. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. the the heroes I didn't care for. I saw it in the theater as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I liked and didn't like the movie. Right. Um, But I was young enough to where I liked just about everything I saw. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was a weird feeling of like I, trying to like convince yourself as a young kid. Yeah. The Gelflings were weird. It. They were weird. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, When that was coming out and people were all jazzed for the TV show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe this could be really interesting. Um, and then they killed it after one season. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Did but yeah, I didn't, well. I didn't watch it. I have no real affinity to the movie itself. So I wasn't drawn in to watch. And now I had people said the show's excellent. Then yeah. I would have given it, you know, chance, but just as a nostalgia to, to draw me back into, nah, that doesn't exist for me. Right. Fair point. Um, okay. So what's your seven? Uh, my number seven is Team America. Ooh, that's a punt. Please. Okay. That's okay. a punt. What's your we six? We got some bangers on this list, man. We got some bangers. <laughs> What's your six? We do. Six, this is where it's like, this is how good this list is. Yeah. Uh, six is the thing. Oh, no, you put it on there because of the head stuff. Well, you got yeah. the head, you got the dog thing, yeah. which is totally, man. Uh, 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 you know, um, uh, Winston. Designed puppet and it yeah. was all manipulated off screen and yeah, they Stan Winston, yeah. Yeah, they've got the guys working the puppets <laughs> all over the place. I thought about this for Big Trouble. Um Yeah. But Big Trouble to me, like that floating eye thing that wasn't in the scene with everybody else, you know what I mean? So I was like, right. ah, I'd rather interacting with the actors uh on the screen itself and seeing them react to this monstrosity. Yeah. So to speak, as opposed to that green orb eyeball thing in front of a green screen and then composited onto the the movie itself. Right. Uh but yeah, that's how good this list is. The thing which we're both huge fans of. Yeah. It's like doesn't even crack my top 5. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Didn't even make there, my list. Wow. Yeah. Um well, you know, you you had to leave room for Chucky apparently. <laughs> I just No, I just kind of I was like ah but no, I get it. I mean, it qualifies. So, and it's a fantastic puppet, for God's sakes. That thing, oh, with the spider legs and shit. That is, some yeah, scary it's terrifying. Shit. 
<laughs> What's well, so it's like one one guy save for that dog thing, which is uh Winston. Yeah. One other guy who was like twenty two or twenty three did everything else yeah. in the movie and then called in Winston for that. But originally they were gonna do Harryhausen stop motion. Oof. To put in, yeah, and Carpenter, once he saw that, was like, well, the stop motion looks like shit compared yeah. to this, so we're just going to do all of this in there. Yeah. Uh, and I think they made the correct choice. I mean, it does, does it look dated when you look at it now? Uh, yeah. Some parts. Yeah. Some parts. It's still, it's still scary as shit. You know? It is. It's still, considering this is a practical effect, yeah. it's still really impressive. And if you think of it, it's 40 years ago at this point. Yeah. yeah. It makes it all the more impressive. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so there it is. That's my six. Good choice, man. Um, all right. My seven is the punt from earlier being John Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Um, mm-hmm. dude, this is, uh, such an interesting film that I haven't seen in a long time. And maybe it might be time to revisit it, you know? Yeah, and, possibly. Uh, now, I feel the same way. Right now. I mean, now that I'm retired and I can watch films for fun again, uh, I might be revisiting this one because it's been a long time and, um, to be able to kind of, in dive into the themes and the symbolism and the meanings and all of that that's going on throughout, I think would be fun again. But, but I mean, the fact that he's uh, John Cusack is a puppeteer uh, and he's a frustrated puppeteer and he's a sad puppeteer. Uh, and when he becomes John Malkovich, he turns Malkovich into a puppeteer. I mean, it's just brilliant stuff. So the puppet is there. The puppet is not necessarily the reason to see the movie, but the idea that there True. is a puppet and he's a puppeteer is the reason to see the movie. He's incredible. Of course, with Cameron Diaz and Catherine Keener as well. Yeah, and Malkovich himself. Yeah, and Malkovich. <laughs> have you uh, begun drawing on your Schmodown pension yet? Because until you do, <laughs> I don't think you're officially retired. And I don't, I don't know if anybody's buying this just yet. What are you, you know? talking about? I don't see the gold watch for oh, the years of service please. <laughs> for a retirement. So... That son of a bitch wouldn't give me a gold watch, please. <laughs> I love my brother, but he ain't got the money to give I me look, a gold We've watch. already, I've been helping him try and find sponsors for the senior store, just so you know. <laughs> Metamucil is on board. We have some others too. Pedialyte's coming out with a geriatric version. They're interested. I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Malcolm, I mean, it's, the puppet is. It's a small part, but at the same time, it's also they turn Malkovich into a puppet. Yeah, yeah, kind of because they're putting their body. Yeah, by entering in now, he's yeah. doing whatever they want him to do, so he becomes yeah. a puppet of these people, and then they're <laughs> yeah. all like the Catherine Keener. Malkovich really wants Keener. Yeah, and Keener, I'm not Malkovich. Pardon me, Cusack really wants Keener. But she's only interested in Malkovich, and especially when Cusack is Malkovich, and yeah. there's this weird. Uh, and there's also the Cameron Diaz. She becomes jealous because yeah. Cusack was previously jealous that Keener was only into Malkovich when Diaz was doing it, and it's just like this. <laughs> it's such a weird story, and it all comes. One guy has been doing this for generations now. Yeah, and this is all his, you know, a device. And he's gonna leap into another individual. It's it's a super interesting and weird movie. There was a, there was a run there for Spike Jones and Kaufman, man. There was a fucking run, man, where those yeah. guys were really blowing our minds with their shit. We haven't had anything quite close to that. You know, it was like was it like a five year run where they were really just creating some really interesting shit. 
And then we haven't had anything like that since, man. But it was, yeah, that was an awesome uh, film for sure. Um, all right. So that was, uh, my number seven. Is that correct? I think that's correct. So then my number six, like you said, is a bangers. And it's also my personal choice. People might get upset, but I put gremlins at six. All right. It's a slight punt. Okay. All right. Well, before we jump into our top fives, Matt, we should take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, um, and then we'll be back uh, right after this. All right. Thank you so much to those people. That's us voicing those sponsors. Thank you no. very much. We're into our uh, top fives here. Matt, uh, top five movies or top, top ten movies with puppets. We're into our number five. Matt, please take it away. Five is the punt, Gremlins. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, we have to do the stop. We have to do the stop for... The ad break. That's true. That's true. All so, right. You know, <laughs> nothing I can do about that. My hands are tied here. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Gremlins. I would even accept Gremlins too. I'm a fan of Gremlins too. Oh, yeah. The new batch. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, shit, I'm a fan of the, uh, Key and Peel Gremlins 2 pitch meeting sketch Ooh. that I think Hal Rudnick is in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hal, that's right. Yeah. Yes. I know one of the other guys in it too. <laughs> Uh, I believe Hal's in that one, but the other, the other guy that's in it that I know, uh, he's a writer and I was like, definitely, that sketch is great if you've never seen that. Okay. I'll watch um, that. I gotta put that on my list. Well, he just, so, uh, who is it? Uh, Peel walks in and he's basically like a studio fixer. Yeah. And just has all the writers pitch him whatever <laughs> ideas and they, you know, they just start combining adjective and noun. <laughs> and that's what makes it in the movie. But he's like, I like what you're, you're saying. That's in the movie. And then Key is like, wait a second. Wait, you know, he's trying to be the voice of reason and all that. Yeah. I can't just do this. I, you know, we can do this. This is Gremlins too, baby. <laughs> um, it's a, just a fun, stupid idea. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> thanks to YouTube. I didn't watch the show when it was on air. Oh yeah. But YouTube, I can go back and see. <laughs> There's a great one with, uh, with uh, Ray Parker Jr. and all the theme songs that he didn't sell. And he's like, these have only been heard by the, the highest echelons of Hollywood. But now I put them onto an album just for you. And the, the implication oh. is they all thought they were terrible. <laughs> but it just, it's got one, you know, fucking, uh, I think the first one is Jumanji. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's all, it's just the same, you know, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, Ghostbusters type of really over, just blatantly obvious oh. point structures. <laughs> but he does a Passion of the Christ one in the same kind of like Ray Parker. There's a whole list. He just keeps streaming and then he's singing every like 10th one. <laughs> Key and Peel. Okay. Yeah. I gotta put so, this on my list. There's a, there's so many of them where once the YouTube algorithm is like, Oh, you like that one? <laughs> you can watch another one and then just keep watching. Um, oh my God. Yeah. The, the, I mean, I started down the substitute teacher hole and that was just yeah, bad news. That, that in the, uh, um, oh man, was it high school or college football players? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two that I saw before I ever got sucked into the wormhole just because everybody was passing those around. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I can't remember which one it was, but I clicked on one. I was like, Oh, that was good. And then recommended another and then so on and so forth. You just keep going, man. Yeah. You know, they're five minutes, six minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Easily digestible. Yeah. But gremlins. Yes. Gremlins. Um, 
fun. Awesome. Joe Dante. Joe Dante, written by Chris Columbus. Yes, I think you're right. Yes. I think um, right. Yeah, I want to say he pitched the idea to Spielberg, and then Spielberg basically just told him to write it up. Spielbergo. Spielbergo. Let's let's take E.T., but make him crazy. Write it. Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, yeah. That dude's had a hell of a career, Chris Columbus. All right. Well, he between really- Home Alone and then Harry Potter. He was really cool in the Harry Potter special, the 20 year anniversary one they had on HBO Max. Ah, I didn't watch really that. Really nice. Yeah. Dude, I, have you watched that Harry Potter Hogwarts house trivia championship? Oh, no. The, the Helen Mirren one? No, yeah. I have not. Is it watch tough? The first, it's terrible. Oh, it is okay. beyond. You could tell Helen Mirren does not want to be there. Oh, wow. I mean, it is so painfully obvious and the producers overcoached the contestants right so they're like we need you to go through your thought process why you're because they have to like select other people to answer questions at certain points yeah yeah. and it's just like uh they haven't met them they haven't spoken to them to create these bullshit it's just so bad it's so bad okay some of the questions are easy and some of the questions are impossible (laughs) and you're like i don't know who knows this they have one where they have three couches in mm-hmm. front of them and they're like which is the couch in the scene with Hermione when her parents like she's behind them and her parents I can't remember it was that Goblet of Fire it's not Goblet of Fire but it's like yeah and in those flashbacks type of thing it's almost in black and white it's got that you know specific tone to it yeah would you see the back of the fucking couch and it's in dark shadow and all that and they're like alright tell us which, the, which couch it is wow and yeah and then the next team gets a question of like uh, the titular character's uh, first name starts with what letter? And you're like, what? How is this fair? How is this fair? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, Helen Mirren does not want to be there. Wow. Now yeah, I kind of want to watch it. Jesus. No, it's it'd be one thing. Yeah, I I would tell you if it was enjoyable, right? That she's like pitching a fit. She could just give two shits, and it's just not fun to watch. Yeah. It's the worst kind of not fun to watch. Is what yeah. 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 If she was frustrated by it, then it's entertaining. Like, oh, right. wow, why did you sign up for this? What, right. Did something else set you off? Or just once you got to set the premise of it, did you think you were doing the 20-year anniversary thing? <laughs> and instead, you got bamboozled into the trivia game? Um, How big was the check? What is this? What yeah. is this? The one English series she hasn't appeared in. And here she is doing the tri- tri- uh, trivia for it. So. You think it chaps her ass? Oh, of course it chaps her ass. But then again, I mean, you know, what role would she play? I don't know. Uh, I mean, what? Professor McGonagall? I guess. But then you add a whole other element to Professor McGonagall that wasn't there before. No offense to the Dame Maggie Smith, but, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm just trying to think of what other... Yeah. The Weasley's mom? Oh yeah, maybe the Weasley's mom. But yeah, I know it's like maybe or or what if she's like uh, Emma Thompson's character where she's teaching the dark arts and she's all like kind of fl- flighty. That would have been a nice challenge, something we've never seen from her before. Kind of a flighty character out there hugging crystals. Yeah, but now that I've seen Emma, <laughs> yeah, I must go great in it. Yeah, yeah I, I like her interpretation of yeah. the character. 
because what's her name from the Ministry of Magic? I think was perfectly cast. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yes, Edna. Whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Uh, as soon as someone would say, I'd be like, "Yep, that is one hundred percent it." Never. I couldn't remember for the life of me. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, I'm trying. To, who else? Dracoy's mom? Probably not. She might be a little too old. Helen McCory. Yeah, she was just a little bit too old for that. Yeah, sure. She just passed uh, away from cancer a few months ago. Yeah, too. was it a few months ago? Was it? Wasn't it? I, I, it was during the pandemic. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was of, sometime last year. Blends together. She's married to Damian Lewis. She was, yeah. She was. Um, yeah, April sixteenth of twenty twenty one. So yeah, last year. Okay. Yeah, it all bleeds together at this point. <laughs> it does, bro. Um, all right. Uh, what's our next one? <laughs> that was our not discussion about gremlins. That was my five. Know. What do you got? What That's fine. Fucking, who hasn't fucking seen gremlins? It's gremlins for Christ's sake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors is my five. Go for it. Yeah, I mean Audrey too. Come on, that plant is the shit. It with is the, with the voice of Levi Stubbs, the head of the Four Tops. Come on, the lead singer is so good. Um, I really enjoy the movie. I go back and watch it all the fucking time because I love the music. Um, is it the greatest movie musical? No, but sorry, but I like the music and I like, um, what Levi and I like the design of it. And especially as it gets bigger, I mean, this, those lips are like, oh my God. And the size of this thing. And then when it starts to kind of talk, feed me, feed me blood, you know, all of that just works so well. And then seeing the ferocity of the plant. When it's doing Mean Green Mother from Out of Space, which is fucking fantastic, is so good. So I just love the look of it. And the movie itself is fun to watch. So that's why it's fine. I go back to it a million times. It's, a, it's a, another where it merited consideration because yeah. that pepper is so incredible. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I just don't, I don't really watch musicals. So they're not really my cup of tea. So. Right. Understood. Uh, yeah. It, was, it didn't really have a shot of making uh, my list, but. Mm-hmm. The puppet is so good. I wrote it down in my potentials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy it made your list because I think it's, it's more than deserving of being on this list. Agreed. And because you've got it at five, there's a good chance it makes the overall. And I think that's that worthy, you know, a movie to make the list. It's close. All right. What's your four? Uh, my four is Labyrinth. Yeah. I've never seen it. So I can't put it on my list. So go ahead. Uh, it's excellent. But I don't know at this point if you would enjoy it because you might have need. <laughs> well, I showed it to Catherine and I figured it might be right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. With the Jennifer Connelly and David Bowie and it's got a bunch of songs in it. And uh, it's not a period piece, but I guess it's kind of a period. You know what I mean? It's a, they're all yeah. medieval garbage type of uh, and she couldn't stand it. Yeah. Um, whereas I think it's fantastic. I love all the songs. Um you know, I will sing them occasionally in my head, mm-hmm. like as I'm doing things. Uh, yeah. it's a, I think it's a ton of fun. And I, th- I think there is a good chance you would enjoy it. I don't think you yeah. would love it as much as others that grew up with it because you don't have that uh, nostalgia and fondness from, you know, yeah. the time capsule memories of yeah. when you were a kid watching it. Yeah. Uh, but there's still a, a number of inventive things. The character designs are all unique. And, uh, really jump off the screen. Um, and it's a unique story. You know, mm-hmm. she longs for, a, I guess, a more exciting life. Yeah. 
And then she gets pulled into the life that she thinks she wants and then realizes it's not all it's cracked up to be. Okay. And wants to just return back to what she previously had. So it's the kind of grass is not always greener situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, you know, if you like David Bowie and big ridiculous cod pieces, I think that's uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I know I got to see this. I mean, this is <clears throat> Lindley and I are kicking around uh, doing a show on my channel, my YouTube channel, where I go back and watch films that she loves and she has seen, but there are classic films that I have not. And this is one of those ones um, that uh, is on the list. She's got, I think she's got like 32 films on the list for fuck's sake. So hmm. I just have, there's just ones that I just kind of never gone back to see. And Labyrinth is one of them. So what else is on the list? Oh, I don't know. She has the list. I don't know. Um, shit. I don't know. I really don't. She would okay. have the list. Let me text her and see if she can send me that list. But, um, as we're going along, what do we got? Uh, okay. So that was your, that was your four. That's my four. So, yeah. Right. All right. So then, uh, my four is the punt from earlier for Matt, for Matt, Team America World Police. Come on now. This film is so much fun. Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt <laughs> David. Uh, I still go back and watch uh, some of the songs, uh, even though they're oh, pretty yeah. inappropriate, Matt. America, fuck yeah. It's such a resounding critique <laughs> of us. It's pretty fantastic. It is so brilliant. Yeah, I just, it, it's tough for it to compete against the thing and gremlins yeah, and labyrinth thus far. And well, via the rest of my list, just like it's, it's an excellent movie. Yeah. 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 I, I just don't, I'm not, I don't go back and watch gremlins a lot, but I will go back and watch snippets of team America world police and, uh, you know, and the song, some of the songs and what, and dude, those fuckers are, I mean, they, how insane is that dude? Those guys for whatever reason, Clooney found them. Yeah. Promoted them or, you know, kind of gave them a PR push. They got South Park and who knew these fuckers could write a musical, a Broadway musical. And like even before they got to Broadway, like the Book of Mormon, they had Team America World Police. They do, they had in essence a musical in South, in the South Park movie. It just was, it's, it's incredible how talented these guys actually are, man. So I, when you see the way, like the work schedule that they go through to create each episode. Yeah. It's amazing the yes. amount of time and effort that they put into to churn these out. Cause when you see them, they were just finished like the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. That's the turnaround time of their writing, writing, writing. Yeah. Um, and they have great, like their insights into screenwriting are really fantastic and it's oh, simplistic yeah. that anybody can understand. Yeah. Um, and just over and over and over again, but there's, uh, a few, there's one good, like behind the scenes documentary about basically it's like a day in the life, but it's them doing one episode mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. see it going through and just like, wow, this is, and you do this every fucking week. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's crazy to think about, dude. And it's still going. Yeah. You know, well, so. I mean, they just got a super massive deal. So this yeah. is going for a while. I can't really <laughs> fault them. I mean, they got beyond generational wealth. That's true. This. That's true. That's true. But Team America, like I love the Matt Damon 
the only reason he does that is because the Finnish puppet looked like he had been lobotomized. So they're like, I don't know, we just started doing that around, and then that's what his character became. It wasn't a critique on Matt Damon. It was more so, your puppet just looked like that, so that's what we did. And they hated the experience so much, they said they'd never do anything with puppets ever again. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. must have been aggravating, especially because those guys, as you said, when they work on their animated series, there there's a quick turnaround. With puppet mm. shit, there is not a quick turnaround. It takes a lot of time and effort, man. So, um, okay. So then what's your, what's your, uh, what are we at? My what's number three? three. Yeah. What's your three? Uh, my three is Jurassic Park. Oh, all right. Go ahead, man. That's all you. Not a fan of Jurassic Park. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying. Go ahead. What, what are you just saying? I, I'm just saying it's not a film that I go back to and watch. Okay. Yeah. It's just not. And there are some fun scenes, certainly, but uh, it's not one that I go, Oh, Jurassic Park. Can I put that on? Of, of the Spielberg films. I mean, we've done our top 10 list. It's low. You know, it's low down on my list. I don't remember that, but <laughs> that's only because we've done so many of these. It's not. It's true. Um, I'll check my diary though. On the, day <laughs> Please do. the days we've done Spielberg, cause we've done it more than once. Dear diary, John put Jurassic Park much too low. Our intrepid fans. I'm sure would tell us what our lists were for the two times we did Spielberg. So, um, I mean, if, yeah. yeah, I've got my list somewhere. Yeah. Oh God. I don't know where my list is. Well, now they're all in Google docs for me. No. Oh, well, no, there's just fancy pants. Okay. It's not even fancy. It's just way easier. And they don't charge me like Microsoft word does. Uh, oh, for right. Use of. So it's like, Oh, it's free and it's a word processor. I can use this. That's fine. Easy. Hey, Microsoft Word, where do you get off? The ball's on you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Dredge, so the, yeah, the, the pub, cause you watch it and you're like, oh my God, the CGI is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch it in the future, hey, a lot of that, those T-Rex shots, that's just a big, massive puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the apatosaur or brontosaurus or whatever it is that sneezes in their faces. Mm-hmm. That's a huge puppet. And there's, uh, even like person manipulated raptor puppets. Yeah. For some of the close up shots. Um, so the mix of the practical with the CGI's done so beautifully, but the T-Rex puppets just blew me away. Cause you see like the, the tall standing at when it's running after the Jeep as it's trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And you think it's all like CGI and it wasn't until afterwards, yeah. uh, that the behind the scenes and whatnot. And you could see the shots of the structure behind this huge puppet. And you're like, Oh my God, that is awesome. Yeah. And the photorealism that, that translated onto screen is just impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. So it made, uh, my list and that's cause I'm a fucking patriot, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spielberg is as American as apple pie, and I salute him. <laughs> what the fuck? I think that's that's oh, the truth. Yeah, I don't we think can, so. We can all agree on that. <laughs> I don't think so, but all right. I think, I'm pretty sure so. <laughs> I've never thought of apple pie with Steven Spielberg, but all right. Um, 
They're might thinking have been... about re- re- renaming the Mark Twain Award to the Steven Spielberg Award. Oh, that's God. How, that's how Americana he is. God help us all. Uh, oh, okay, here's the list. Are you ready? Here's the yep. list of films that she wants me to watch that I've never seen. Uh, Beautiful Girls, Hancock. Hey. Uh, these are films that she likes that she wants me to see. Okay. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh, oh, <laughs> to Wong Fu. That's that's good. The Hours. Okay. Home for the Holidays. You haven't seen any of these? Wow. No, okay. No. Home for never, the Holidays sucks. Never ending story. Yeah, it's never, the. Oh, I've never seen Never Ending Story. Don't waste your fucking time. It's terrible. <laughs> everybody loves it, and everybody is wrong. I hate so many of the characters in that movie. Oh God, I hated as a kid. I hated as an. Adult. I watched uh, it like when we first started the show again. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Labyrinth. Sure. Uh, Banger. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> oh, that's good. You never saw that with Jessica never. Tandy and Kathy Bates. It's good. I've never seen it. I quoted all. She was. She lost her mind because she's like, "You quote that movie all the time." I go, "I quote the trailer. I don't know the movie." Um, Annie. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, I've never seen Annie. You like musicals uh, more than I do, and I've seen Annie. <laughs> the Outsiders. I've never seen The Outsiders. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Dirty Dancing. What? <laughs> Dirty Dancing's great. You're insane. It's great. It is. It is. You care about those uh, characters by the end, full on. <laughs> you do. They have this big, what should be a huge, ridiculous closing number, and it's fantastic. Oh my god, it really is. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire, which That's I've good. not seen. Uh, Muriel's Wedding, which is the I Tony Collette one, and Mystic Pizza. That's the list right oh, now. Ah, Mystic Pizza's good. Yeah, that's the list right now. And these are films that she likes that are that are kind of mainstream films that she's surprised I haven't seen that she. So we're kind of thinking of like we've been kicking around because the Marvel show we really have a good time doing that. But she was like pitching me a show where we just it's called I Told You, and uh, it's her way of like telling me films that I should watch that are good. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if if it comes to pass. We shall see. It's not like I've got. All this fucking extra time, Matt. So, how many shows are you doing right now? <laughs> I don't want to know, man. Uh, what our show, Cinephiles, Geek Buddies, The Jedi Way, Game Time. Well, Game Time is probably going away. Um, strong what, style for good or just post NFL. Yeah, I think post NFL. I think I'm going to try to do, but it, getting people to be a part of it, Matt, is just. Too, too different. Everyone's getting too busy. You know, Jay and Winston were so great the first year we were doing it, but now, you know, they're constantly getting uh, auditions and constantly getting shows, and it's just there's not enough time. And so yeah. I and I get I get tired of asking and being like, oh, I wish I could, man. I can't. I wish I could. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, trust me. The yeah, the rejection is annoying for dropping dimes. I just stopped because yeah. I got sick of people. Hey, can we do it next week? After yeah. We're supposed to do it, and you're supposed to be on in two hours. Yeah, yeah, Lock. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, I can't do next week, but the week after, because I already have a guest, and then that next week's guest needs to reschedule. And we're like, fuck this, fuck all of you. <laughs> I'll, you know, happily just talk basketball and talk with the chat that shows up, and uh good to go. Fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah, it was just I, I like all of you, but I'm just I'm, I'm sorry. You committed to this. Yeah, true, true. And there are a couple of them that were serial. They'd reach out wanting to do it, line up yeah. the date, and they'd have to reschedule at the last minute. And it happened numerous times. It's like, well, I'm not asking, I'm not agreeing to this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, 
So yeah, so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I'm kicking around, and the stereo. I, I feel like you have even more shows that you didn't even get to, but that's cool. Probably, probably. Uh, but Don't anyway. you do a show with Wendy? Yes, the John and Wendy show. You're right. On Fridays, we do that on Twitch. Is that? Um, what yeah. else you got? <laughs> There's others. Is there I still like a gaming Wars, with the Outlaw? The Jedi show? Way. The Outlaw you Nation show. Oh yeah, there's the titular. Yeah, the uh, foundational show, which I think I'm just going to change to the to the nation. Is that weird? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Seems um, racist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how. Uh, no, I. Well, I mean, okay. If you think the branding uh, would work better, sure. I think so. Like something about like the nation tonight on the nation, you know. But I think Fox News has a show called The Nation, so I don't want to get you know, any kind of issues, but yeah, just kicking it around. At the very least by association, but there have to be like a hundred shows called the nation. Probably. Right. So maybe something else. Um, and then Snyder wants to do a show. So we're kicking around a podcast and I think that's one I'm really looking forward to doing at some point. So we'll see what we're going to call that, but you know, you know, me. got to have revenue streams, man. Sure. Uh, anyway. All right. Number three, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's my number three. Go for it. The puppet. Come on. Just that one sequence when he is singing the song and then later the puppets in the show. Just brilliant stuff. And I love this movie to pieces. I mean, to pieces. I love this movie. Still, uh, this is the movie that inspired my massive crush on Kristen Bell. My appreciation of Jason Siegel. Russell Brand is hilarious. Jonah Hill is hilarious. But the stuff about Dracula, oh, and of course, Mila Kunis, who's just gorgeous in the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Dracula stuff is just genius. And then when you see it later, when it comes to fruition and a pretty insane Bill Hader is just great. Absolutely great. So uh, that's why I put it that high, because it's a good movie and a brilliant use of puppets as a Dracula puppet seeking sympathy in a musical. Just genius. Uh, anything to say on that? Or shall we move on? Um, yeah, I did. I saw the, the the movie in the theater. I thought it was okay. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? I wasn't. Uh, it wasn't until end of tour that I liked Jason Siegel. Oh, right. Okay, interesting. And I loved him in that. Okay, I, I thought he was fine in forgetting Sarah. He just wasn't a lead to me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but you know. It's one person's opinion, and most people flat out love that movie. So it's true, like me. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So, what's your two? Uh, my deuce mm-hmm. is Empire Strikes Back. Yes, as is mine. Yes. Okay. Do we have the same number one then? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I only have one from a particular. Oh, so maybe not. So maybe not. Okay. So we have to may have to flip a coin or battle. We should intriguing. Uh, yeah. Empire. I mean, what are you gonna say? They bring in a puppet and it becomes one of the biggest characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's really saying something. And even when they went to CGI, people were super pissed. Yeah. That it wasn't the puppet. That tells you how good the puppet is. I love that the, the person that designed the puppet designed it after himself and then he sprinkled it a little Einstein and that's the design of the puppet. But if you look at it side by side of the designer and the puppet, it looks wow remarkably like him. He's like, yeah, I, I add some of the Einstein hair and some of the wrinkles and furrowed brow and, and stuff like that. But basically, <laughs> it's just the dude 
who was the puppeteer who created the puppet. That's great. That's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome. Who doesn't love Yoda? Of course. Yoda's fantastic, dude. Um I know that in um Return, yeah. If you watch it right before he dies, the puppet is actually failing. The animatronics in it are slowly, you know, faulting. Oh, wow. So his eyes start darting around a little bit, but no one's ever noticed because he dies. So they just kind of chalk it up to, Oh shit. He's dying. So it's fine if, but yeah, apparently the puppet is malfunctioning ever so slightly more and more as the scene right. goes along. Right. Uh, but it's like he's like looking off in weird directions here and there because they can't control the capacitors and the animatronics that are working behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Empire, it's, okay. you know, it's Yoda. Yeah. What are we going to say? It's Yoda. We've talked about it a million times. It's Yoda. All right. What's your number one? My one is the Muppet movie. That's my one. Well, you had Treasure Island. Yeah, I know. But you said I only had one. And I was like, oh, I didn't do that. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no. I figured, yeah, the vast majority of these movies would not exist if there was no Muppet movie. Thank you. That's the, I, yeah. I love the Muppet movie. A great yeah, and it's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I can make a case that Empire should be number one or a bunch of others that were below it. But it's like, yeah, Frank Oz wouldn't have been on the set of Empire or asked to do this mm. if there was no Muppet movie. Right. Um, And who knows if Winston has the career if people aren't accustomed to seeing so many different uh, puppets and whatnot in various movies. Yeah. So it all stems from and it's a meta movie. A movie yeah. about a movie that's going to be made as they're watching the beginning is the ending of that movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's the Muppet movie. It's the perfect encapsulation of our list, of the title of our list. You know, this is, as you said, Matt, the foundation from which a lot of these movies stem from is the way the Muppet movie um, succeeded and the Muppet TV show as well. It left a mm -hmm. really strong impression on a lot of people. But the Muppet weaving in, you know, everybody who is almost everybody in the film is, is famous at the time and having them work with the puppets. I mean, all of it just works so well and seeing the puppets become like human characters. You legitimately care for these puppets. They have emotions. They have feelings. They're, they're acting and showing emotion with it was incredible. And you mm -hmm. were like, wow, how am I feeling this for these puppets? You know, it's just incredible to see. And, uh, I love it. And it spawned an entire industry in it and did. of itself. It did. You're right. Which is no. still going. Which is still going. Yeah. After the resurgence with, uh, what Amy Adams and Jason Siegel, Siegel yeah. introduces Muppets to an entirely other generation. Yeah. Was it Europe's most wanted, the sequel or whatever? So yeah. Uh, is it Europe? I thought it was just, yeah, Muppets most wanted. I thought it was, oh, I thought it was called. Muppets most wanted. My bad. My bad. I heard that one was good. Never saw it. Neither have I. Maybe I should put that on the list for, I think. She's well, is she a fan? Has she seen it? Is she a fan? <laughs> I don't think she is. So <laughs> it's just going to end with her going, I told you that's the end of the theme song. Well, listen, that's uh, not a bad show. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Cause our Marvel show is out of control, bro. We three hours every Saturday afternoon, Matt, that's too much. So to watch it and then what discuss it? No, we watch it separately. And then we discuss it on the show. Like we watch it together rather away from the show. Then we discuss it on the show on stereo. We do that every Saturday at like 4 p.m. 
but people call in on stereo and leave their comments. So we play their comments. So I think I'm going to have to move that show to YouTube. So it's only like an hour, hour and a half because like three hours. So that's stupid long. Especially with no one paying us. We're just having fun doing it. Yeah. But how do you engage a random viewer three hours a week, every week? Yeah, exactly. A random viewer. Exactly. Because uh, uh, there is a core people that show up. They love it. Sure. But like, we've got to expand. Yeah. If you want to build it and grow it, asking people to jump in on three hours is <laughs> it's a lot. I'm not saying it's not possible. Of course. Of course. Of course. But I, if, if you saw that or I saw that, I'd be like, pass. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, unless you're the godfather, I'm not giving you three hours. That's right. That's right. But I am thinking of like downloading all the files and then just putting it up as a podcast. Mm. Uh, so people can keep up with it. And we can start from the beginning with Iron Man and all of that. Just put it back up, put it up there as a podcast and see if I can get some, some, uh, higher numbers of downloads. We shall see. We shall see. Anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, that's our top 10 list here with a puppet in the movie. We're going to put it together and do our official top 10 list. I'm going to grab the bongos while, while Matt starts that. Well, our number one and two of. Have- Work themselves out. So we got the Muppet movie at one and then Empire Strikes Back at two. That's easy. Um, and then let's see. He didn't have Jurassic Park. He didn't have Labyrinth. We both had Gremlins at five, six. Team America's four, seven. Where'd you have Team America again? All right. Say this again. Where'd you have Team America again? Team America number four. Okay. So it goes. You know, we both have Muppet Movie and Empire, so that's easy. One, two. Yes, yes. So then Gremlins is what, five, six, and Team America is four, seven. So then Team yeah. America would win that. Do we want Team America and Gremlins as three and four? I guess so. It's the way it works out, right? Nothing we can do it's, about it. Uh, and then we have Malkovich, but that's lower on the list. It is lower on the list. All right, so we each have our number three then? Yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall and Jurassic Park. All right. Well, one has been enshrined in the Library of Congress. Oh, don't even start that shit. You pull out the other has not. Oh no, hell no. You pull out. That's fine. I'm just saying, if Jurassic Park manages to lose to a good movie in forgetting Sarah Marshall, but not a pantheon great movie. I don't know about that. All right, it's a regular quarter. Okay. Call it in the air. Three, two, one, go. Heads. Come on, oh, daddy. Motherfucker. All right, I'm flipping yeah. another coin. <laughs> what? No way. Uh, we have, I got a box here. I'll show you. Just be easier. I took down Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. But there's an open box. You see that big thing right <laughs> did there? It, did it land in there? It bounced on the wood and flipped right into it and be like, I'm not fucking searching through that to get a quarter out. So nice surprise next year. We're a quarter richer. <laughs> 2022's Christmas because that fucker's gone. That's good. Uh, All right. So I got the Batman Superman. Oh, coin. shit. Oh, shit. There it is. The weighted coin. <laughs> Baby. I feel like as a golf, I, I feel like uh, like golf, I should make you go search for where the coin landed. in the. Uh, okay. Well, guess what? I'll take the penalty stroke. <laughs> All right. Where does that put us? Uh, one through six are finished. Okay. Uh, I, we each have our number four. 
Yeah, uh, Team America is my four. Oh, all right. Yeah. So my number four is Labyrinth. Okay. Oops. Oops. The um. Do we want to do Malkovich next? Yeah, sure. That works for me. All right, so we have two spots left. Malkovich, Malkovich. Um, let's see. I have my uh, Muppet movie, Empire Strikes Fighting Against Team America. Little Shop of Horrors is my five. All right, Little Shop makes it. Yeah. And I have my six. Which is Gremlins for me, so there you go. Okay. That's Easy right. peasy. All right, nice. done. All right, the top ten movies with a puppet in it. Yeah. At number 10. The Thing. At number 9. Little Shop of Horrors. At number 8. Being John Malkovich. At number 7. Labyrinth. At number 6. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. At number 5. Jurassic Park. At number 4. Gremlins. At number 3. Team America. At number 2. The Empire Strikes Back. And our number one movie with a puppet is is the Muppet movie. Nice stuff, man. <sighs> All right, well there you go. That's our top ten list of movies with a puppet. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, and we hope we've given you some movies to go back and revisit, or some uh, that you maybe haven't seen before, like me. You've got a list of movies you haven't seen before. Maybe some of them have a puppet. Go back and watch that. Uh, go back and watch it for the first time and enjoy it. Um, and, uh, let us know if you saw the Sesame Street movie with Bo Burnham and Chance the Rapper. I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. The, the premise of it sounds really interesting, but the fact mm-hmm. that it came out in the middle of January seems like it didn't turn out as they had hoped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I would be interested to know if anybody has seen it and their thoughts. And you could let us know at Top 10 Show on Twitter or me at Matt Nost, John at The Roca Says. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. And, uh, you can also follow the show on Instagram and YouTube at uh, forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. So please hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. We'd love to have you on any of those. And uh, if you're so inclined, check out my other show, Settle the Score. Or if you want to talk a little hoops, uh, dropping dimes. Yeah. And that is it. it. We're getting close to the midpoint of the season. You feel yeah, it. Right at the midpoint. You feel it coming. Uh, yeah, um, as for me, uh, at the Roca says uh, on uh, TikTok as well, I'm hanging around out there, Matt, and on Twitch, the Outlaw Nation. And if you want to, um, uh, uh, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roca says and see all the multiple shows that Matt and I were talking about earlier mm-hmm. that I do there on the channel, I would appreciate it madly. And of course, my other podcasts, the Cinephiles and the Geek Buddies. All right, y'all be well. Take care of yourselves. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time with another brand new show here from the top 10. Take care until then. Peace. Adios. Adios.